0: Welcome back to This Week in Voice, a special CES interview. I'm sitting in a room at the Sands Expo and Hotel with three special guests, which I'll introduce in just a minute. Thrilled to be at CES, just came from Pete Erickson and MoDev's Voice at CES event, Uh, went really well. Uh, honored to be able to go there and give some books away, thrilled to be able to go there and see some new speakers and learn some new things. He did a really good job putting that together. Uh, very exciting to see voice more prominently and held out in front with CES in the way that that event did. I am joined at this table by three special guests. I'm going to let them introduce themselves, and we're going to get into a conversation on the outlook of voice technology and AI in the Chinese market in this discussion. Bo, let's start with you. Tell us who you are and what you do.
1: Yeah, hello everyone. I'm uh, Bo Xi, coming from China. I was uh, I'm, I'm a product marketing guys based in China, Shenzhen, and working for Nose. So that's my job. And for this time, I came here to meet with customers. Yeah.
0: Cool. So. This is your first CES or one of no, your longtime no. veteran?
1: Yeah, this I think the uh, fourth or fifth time come to CES. CES, okay. yeah. All right, cool. Thank you for being part of the show with us. Thank you. Thank you for
0: having me here. We got Andy Bellavia. Andy, tell us who you are, what you do. Appreciate the
2: chance to be on the podcast, Bradley. Uh, <clears throat> I'm responsible for marketing and business development for Knowles for in ear products. Which uh, means, you know, uh, hearable devices, music, earphones, radio communications devices, and the like. I work for the Hearing Health Tech Division. Uh, I do everything which is not a regulated
0: hearing aid. Oh, very cool. Andy, thank you for being part of the show with us. You're welcome. Shining, thank you for being yeah. on the show. Tell us who you are and what you do.
3: Yeah. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, I'm Shining. I'm from China, and I'm the uh, founder and chief editor of uh, Shenzhen Wear and I built this uh, company since uh, 2014, and we have our media focus on uh, smart industry, and uh, especially voice. Yeah.
0: Thank you for being on the show. Yeah. So, let's start off right off the top. And Shining, I'll start with you, and then Andy and Bo.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, give me your overall take on what you've seen at CES. Shining, have you enjoyed yourself at CES so far? Have you not enjoyed yourself? Has anything stood out maybe to you a little bit more than something else? Give me your overall perspective on CES at this point.
3: Okay, uh, actually this is the third, uh, the third year I have been to uh, CES and uh, uh, because of this, I think uh, this year a little bit similar to the last year and but uh, I see uh, companies are trying to to uh, to make difference uh, to to follow the the, the trends yeah like a uh, 5g uh, yeah and, uh, uh, but last year or oh, they, they try to follow AI so things like that yeah that's what I see this year yeah
0: okay so you're just you you're you're keying in on the trends
3: mm-hmm. yeah yeah okay yeah.
0: very cool mm-hmm. Andy have you enjoyed yourself what have you seen that stood out The thing that stood out to me the most
2: was the release of the new Bluetooth protocol. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was a long time coming, and the ability to transmit a low-power stereo to a set of earbuds or hearables is really game-changing. When you you think about the future when everybody's walking around and able to use voice assistants throughout their day, get hearing enhancement and have other intelligent features in their ears, the biggest limitation has been battery life so far. There's this gap between hearing aids and hearables. My hearing aids go 18 hours on a single charge, no problem. Five hours is kind of the standard for hearable devices. And the Bluetooth transmission protocol is a big part of that. Now with low energy Bluetooth transmissions, a barrier will be crossed. And you can really start to think about hearable devices that are in your ears all day long. And now you start to think about What voice apps will I be using, okay? Will people really start developing for the voice ecosystem? I think it's no coincidence at all that Google Assistant is making a big push at CES this year because they're all about mobile more than anything else. So the pieces are really coming together for voice mobile in your
0: ear as a mainstream product. I love that. Yeah, very, very well said. Appreciate that. Bo, as you have uh, seen
1: CES, this go around, what stood out to you? Actually, I fully agree with uh, Andy. Actually, the wireless audio and true wireless is heating up in this year. Even in the previous years, there's TWS as always, but this year, see, many guys playing that game uh, on this area. So I feel that it can be really heating uh, uh, up year for the true wireless and also the ultra-low-power audios in the market. Very cool. Yeah. So... I want to focus
0: on the Chinese market. Yeah. And a lot of what we cover on this week in voice there's a focus on the domestic scene with a lot of stuff that we end up covering is just inherent. Um, and it's it's a privilege to be able to sit here with y'all and I'd love to dive into what is your and shining I'll start with you. What is your perspective on um, what we're gonna see with voice technology and AI in the Chinese market specifically in 2020, and what's your outlook? Are you are you optimistic on the way things are going? Is there other roadblocks in the way? Talk, talk to me in the audience about um, what we can expect to see and what you're looking for out of the Chinese market with voice tech and AI as we head into 2020.
3: Okay, uh, that could be a long story. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah.
0: Maybe one piece at a time. Yeah.
3: Okay. So, I um, you see uh, China is uh, 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 from a voice perspective, and the Chinese uh, is very like similar to uh, to uh, U.S. or America or the Western words, or, or the English word, but uh, uh, they're quite separate because of the language. Chinese speak Chinese. Yeah that you know why google and alexa cannot uh, enter to the china market cause of the language uh, barrier and uh, and i think that's the uh, the, the the most um, the biggest reason that china uh, the voice assistant developed very, very fast in china for the fa- for the past uh, three years yeah uh, back from uh, 2017 and uh, in that year and there are uh, almost uh, all the big giant of internet company and uh, um, unicorns uh, they re- released announced their voice assistant platform and sometimes with their uh, hardware devices uh, in that year and almost uh, I say 100 companies all the Ah, uh, big and front companies. Uh, in that year, but at that year, um, it's almost uh, their voice assistant almost almost similar to each other, and their hardware devices, and uh, the shape and uh, the functions, all the similar to each other. But uh, after three years develop, they, 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 they become uh, like uh, they they are different. Yeah, some some died, some grow very strong, yeah. and, and you see. Uh, you see the most recent uh, statistics of uh, the speakers uh, the smart speakers market uh, globally, and we see uh, Ali Baba and uh, Baidu uh, yeah f- to the front uh, even uh, on the top of Alexa. yeah, that's that's uh, the way that China developed their market and they 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 try to, bring a lot of smart speakers to the ordinary people. That That's what happens in the past three years. Yeah.
0: So I got a follow-up question for you, and then I'll get Bo's mm-hmm. thoughts on this. Um, so here in the United States, there's a lot of conversation in the media about um, privacy and data security.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And uh, people refer to things like Alexa, mm-hmm. Google Assistant, I mean, obviously they're very popular, Mm -hmm. they've exploded, Mm -hmm. but you have this undercurrent of people calling it surveillance tech, Mm -hmm. you know, and wondering how it's really being used. Mm -hmm. Can you share with us um, if the Chinese market views that the same way, Mm -hmm. with the same level of cynicism, or do you feel like the Chinese market doesn't really care about that as much. <laughs> How does the Chinese market view the privacy discussion?
3: Okay, uh, you know, uh, this year Apple uh, uh, c- comes to CS mm-hmm. and the topic for Apple is about privacy. been. I haven't, uh, been, uh, I, haven't uh, I didn't go to that session but I, I heard the rumor that they are talking about uh, privacy. But uh, back to China, uh, to be honest uh, this topic is not as uh, as popular as the others that is to say that uh, we uh, chinese uh, companies have uh, this is not a uh, the their their most urgent things to do yeah since uh, 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 talking about voice uh, there is a privacy but that is not as uh, as uh, as big at the uh those camera things yeah mm. uh, china, china is a, the biggest country that have a lot of cameras yeah we cameras every almost everybody's face For sure. yeah we if uh, if we talking about privacy we will think of that is a, that is a tiny things mm. and if i talk talk about this topic with you and I sometimes feel that like um, a shame like we we we, uh, we pay a little sh- attention on that oh uh, we have very very um, we don't have um, much uh, don't how to and do low, for that
1: lower yeah. priority function yeah, mean, is the function. is, um, the it, motor, is it
2: because essentially mm. I mean, uh, Chinese people have accepted the benefits of the cameras yeah. and the monitoring, mm-hmm. right? And so that's a that's a Get benefit, that. right, for stability and security, and Chinese people have accepted that, mm-hmm. yeah. and therefore privacy and a voice assistant doesn't have the same importance level that it does in the United States. Yeah, Is yes. that correct?
3: Yes, yeah, thanks for your explaining. Like, uh, like uh, we, uh, Chinese people, or Chinese those companies say more convenience of uh, the those smart things um brings to them um than the bad things like uh, privacy. You Interesting. Know?
1: Another yeah. point is I think there's uh, new technology came to market. Uh-huh. So the people more enjoying the new technology at the beginning. Uh-huh. So when I bring a smartphone a smart speaker to home everyone enjoying I can engage with them. But, after we get used to that function, we started thinking about the privacy. But the privacy is, is after the, the the new technology. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So I believe in this the low level, we are putting a uh, lot of tension on privacy. But this level going to be growing up later on with uh, more people get used to the function. Okay. Yeah. Cool.
0: Um, I want to ask you... Yeah. Bo, a question, and, and we can just close with this. Yeah. And Shining, thank you for that explanation. Of, um, we'll edit this out. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, we just edit this. Yeah. That person's not going to stop knocking. Our
2: meeting is still going. We're actually, we've got a meeting scheduled. No, please don't back. Oh, okay, cool, right. sorry. Sorry, <laughs> he's got to pick up. That's all right. Okay. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We're recording, we'll let it, actually.
0: We'll edit okay, this sorry, out. Sorry. We can we'll, also edit the recording. Yeah, we'll sorry. leave this on the cutting room. Sure. floor. Uh-huh.
1: I want to switch off the demos real
0: quick. Is that okay? Yeah, go ahead, switch them off. When we start back, I'm going to ask you um, about some other cultural differences and some in in the use cases of voice and AI. Yeah.
1: Um, Mm -hmm. And I'll I'll
0: mention a story I was talking to Andy about, and then we'll just close with that. Yeah.
1: So about the.
0: View culture using the, you mean the. Yeah, how, yeah. The, how Chinese culture use, uses it differently because it's, it is different yeah. um, than American culture, maybe uh, cultures in other countries. And I'll, I'll start, I'll leave it off with a story that will illustrate sort of what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah. So you mean the generally the cultural difference or the way we. The de- way you engage with. Engage with eye yeah. assistance, right? Yeah. Um, I feel. Well, hang on. Yeah, hang yeah up, okay. okay.
2: Yeah. So, okay. He turns it off, and then we start.
1: No, I'm just checking.
2: Yeah, that's. I mean, when when he's finished, then we'll uh, pick it up. Sorry. Yeah, you're Um, right.
0: Um, when someone starts knocking on the door, they don't stop. Since since it was my laptop, I couldn't. I couldn't leave it. I check, I
2: check, so I don't
1: knock again.
2: Well, if I see any lights on, I'll turn
1: them off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I'll okay. we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, do you, do you have some idea first? Yeah, because yeah. if there's a topic you'd like to discuss. Uh, the interface?
3: Uh, interface. Why is the interface? Oh, no, okay. the culture. Oh, the privacy. the culture, oh, okay. cultural okay. difference yeah. between.
1: U.S. and Chinese uh, got used, and how, and that, and how
0: people use uh, voices. Well, let me. Stadium, yeah, I'll it? ask you about the interface, and then I'll ask you about yeah. ask you either, both of you about the yeah. cultural applications, um, and then we'll call it call it a day with that. Yeah. Um, Shining, thank you very much for that explanation. Okay. Um, what are some of the differences in the actual voice user interface that you've seen? sort of evolve out of the Chinese market that might be different than some other markets, maybe here in America or elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, can you delve into that at all?
3: Um, uh, actually, I'm not quite uh, familiar with uh, the American, uh, the Western world market, um, but in China, we see there's a trend that uh, people try to communicate with the device from uh, voice only to voice with other uh Interface like a screen and uh, and and gestures like not but gestures is quite new but um, but screens are like a uh, like a, it's, a, it's a big trend that people trying to 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 use a smart speakers with the screen even for the voice assistant uh, in in the cell phones and we see uh, uh the companies uh, trying to provide voice feedbacks together with the the uh, the the captions and also the some uh, some hint or some uh, some uh, like uh, uh, like uh, uh, helping people to understand uh, helping people to direct to their uh, what what they want uh, like that so we call that multifunction- multi multi yeah, like right. mu- we, yeah.
2: we call it multimodal. Where, in other words, yeah. you're interacting by voice and also having a screen. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah like that. Cool. Yeah.
0: So China's China's ahead of the game. That's what you're trying to tell me. You mean? You're you're no, you're you're ahead of us in many ways, and that's 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 what I felt <laughs> like we would find out. You know, um, it, because what we're seeing over here in the United States is. Uh, multimodal use of voice assistance in the mainstream—it's made a lot of progress, but still, there's a, there's a quite a bit to go. So, th- I appreciate you sort of diving into that.
2: And, and I'm going to ask a follow-up eh, because my perception is the reason why multimodal is more popular and used more often in China is because uh, voice in China evolved with mobile from the beginning and smart speakers later. Mm-hmm. Uh, would that be safe to say that people were interacting with voice on their mobile phones before they were putting smart speakers in their home?
1: Mm-hmm. Because
2: I seem to see a lot of people in China constantly using voice on their mobile device mm-hmm. and then therefore taking advantage of the multimodal interface, mm-hmm. which is already there. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the U.S., we went backwards. And, mm-hmm. Right? Smart speakers became very popular mm-hmm. before anybody talked to their phone. Mm-hmm. So is that safe to say that in China, mobile uh, voice on the mobile phone was more popular before smart speakers
3: not really uh, I mean actually I think the market is um, it's because of the smart speak uh, the the uh, the market grows. is because of smart speakers instead of the vo- the voice instead of the cell phones yeah like uh, uh, the voice assistant. Inside of the cell phones, developed later than the smarter...
2: Oh, okay, so I had it backwards, yeah. but the the implication then is, is that voice adoption on the mobile phone yeah. accelerated very quickly. Yeah,
3: but that's after smart speakers.
2: Right, okay, so it also developed after smart speakers, but then really became adopted in China much more rapidly than mm. uh, mobile voice in the United States, which also came after smart speakers, and we don't see nearly the same level of adoption.
0: Mm-hmm. I liked your
1: theory.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> it sounded great, it even if it wasn't true, right? Another point that uh, the, the smart speaker used to buy a lot of kids for some of the learning education. Mm-hmm. So when, when that kids used the smart speaker with a screen on that, they can asking for how to spell a, a, a words in Chinese, then the screen show up how to spell that. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's helped to teaching the kids. So... Another, uh, go back to your question, cultural difference. Mm-hmm. I have something on my mind that is the language. You know, in China, different, it's a big area, right? There's a lot of pop- people, some different province has different uh, have their own wo- tones, at least. We, we learn the Mandarin uh, officially, but the tones is different. So the culture to using the, the voice engagement should be this equipment have to deal with different tones from different areas mm-hmm. it's big difference actually for example Cantonese or Mandarin or some like uh, uh, Hunanese something the tone is fully different mm. so how this single increment can deal all these tones even my mother speaking in Mandarin but the 40 with the province uh, Hunan uh, needs the tones mm. so it's different so they how they can engage at each other with with right recommendation with from, from different people is it's it's big different compared with the U.S. Market. And do the Chinese What's smart different? speakers w- work okay. well with the different dialects? Uh, They're yeah. trying to do that, yeah. but uh, some challenge mm-hmm. on that, but the, this is uh, uh, every uh, makers in China facing to have to face in this challenge. Hmm. They want to wear in market.
3: And also follow um, um, both topic about the youth and the uh, education. Yeah. I think the big difference from China and uh, uh, Western world is that uh, I think uh, US people are trying to let their kids keep f- away from the screen. But in China, some parents uh, uh, have similar ideas, but all the country are trying to push all the devices with screens to the students, even they're they trying to, to, to do some uh, promotions, on, uh, they, they want to uh, use AI for for, teach, for education and those kind of things, and that's from the government or from the, the force of the entire country. They are trying to do that. That is to say that Maybe our children, they they can live without the screens when they grow up, since they 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 learn from the screen, yeah, like that.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because what we see here, there's. It, the educational market, um, yeah. and specifically like K through twelve, like younger yeah. younger yeah. kids, mm-hmm. um, I would I'd probably use the word reluctance. Um, to adopt yeah. smart speakers here mm-hmm. in yeah. the United States. Uh, it doesn't mean there hasn't been progress. Yeah. It doesn't mean there hasn't been some really interesting things going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, I'd probably use the word reluctance. Yeah. Um, and uh, it sounds like China is not reluctance. It's, it's full steam ahead.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: They had... Have- Fully com- I would say that they have a close combination with connection with uh, education systems. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. A lot of uh, startup companies building up the app, which is running under this system mm-hmm. for the education business, business to kids. Yeah.
0: This is This Week in Voice, Season 4, Episode 15. You've been listening to a special conversation live at CES. Shining, yeah. Andy... Bo, pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you. It's great to have you. Thank you.